Interesting. Will he be flying? <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. And they all came down to the ladybug's picnic. It is uh, Friday, December 1st, 2023 AD. Flying and a guest. They're going to have to play along. <laughs> Co-pilot. He's training. He has a trainee. Uh, American Anchor Baby has a guest today, and he's going to be flying. That's cool. It's, uh, f- if I didn't mention, did I say that it's the t- December 1st, Friday, 2023 AD? The rent's due, or your mortgage. Uh, you have like 10 days, right? Or you just don't pay. So there's people who are getting away with not paying. And then they're uh, renting out somebody else's place that they're not even paying rent on. And the state of California is allowing it to happen, I saw on a one news report. I was perusing the news. Uh, what are we going to be talking about, though, today? The, the Gavin Newsom versus Ron DeSanctimonious. There was this t- She took his uh, Nintendo ago, like a year or two, and now he's facing jail time, and his white adoptive mother is like, no, don't do that, it's going to kill him. And he's autistic, and he shouldn't have even been in that school, but I didn't have a choice. I don't understand it. It's ridiculous. It's crazy. I want to scoff at this little newspaper thing that I came across over the Thanksgiving weekend. Sustainable Arcadia. It's a once a once white city. Now it's Asian, and it's liberal now. Climate change initiatives. I switch is the new kick, and Twitch. I mean, a kick. Kick is the new Twitch, and kick is filled with disgusting people. So stay away. F- well, you can go there, but just be warned that. I mean, there's evil people everywhere. I'll tell you that much. Uh, just waiting. Oh, are we back? Press one if we're back. Press one if we're back. Okay, yes, sir. Thank you, man. Bum, 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 bum. Tell me, what if, tell me if we're back. Let me just hit this intro. Are we back? One, yes, we are back. Okay, unwatchable. Fi- Hake, fix your OBS. I don't even know what OBS means. <laughs> I sort of know what OBS is. Okay, refresh Rumble if necessary. All right, guys. What a mess. It's Friday, the 1st of December, 2023 AD, and we've been streaming for like six minutes, but you probably only caught one minute out of that. I wanted to talk about Gavin Newsom versus Ron DeSantis. I wanted to talk about this black-on-white teacher attack. The aftermath, this uh, white adoptive mother of this black autistic teen is all upset. Don't send him to jail. You beat this teacher and she's still suffering physical trauma from it. It's crazy. So, uh, what else? The attack on our greatest president and other mess going on in the world. I'm tired of doing my morning announcements. So anyway, guys... Let's get right on, finally, hopefully, with the A.J. Gallardo original theme song, because it's Friday. 
with the show! you're having a fun Friday. Hake is having a fun Friday. Fun in the way that it's messed up by this stream, but that's all right. Complicated business, folks. We're going to get it fixed. Getting the funds in to rearrange this thing. Oh, it's the Hake Report. The Hake Report. La, la, la. guys doing i am fine i am wearing my the fallen state t-shirt one of my, one of them the fallen state t-shirt this is one of the original designs and i've had it for quite some time and it's still fine 100 percent cotton red you can go to rebuildingtheman.com stores and find yours in the fallen state section uh wow what a rough start uh, what's up, esoteric? I had to uh, I had to mute a user in your absence over there on Kick. Hey, streaming on Kick, Rumble, not on YouTube at this point. Yes, it is Fog Friday. It's also Christmas season, um, and it's going to be Frog Eyes Friday. And I'm leave- streaming also on Odyssey, not YouTube X. Facebook, anybody over there on the Facebook crew? What's up, Santino? Nice to see you. Man. Buffering like a mug with hake. Terrible. Okay. Let me just dive right in to the content. Uh, you guys remember this story, this black-on-white teacher attack? She took his Nintendo Switch and um, he beat her. I forget where this was, I forget when it was, but it was within the past two years, maybe less. And, yeah, Kick has a 24-7 chat running, even if you're not streaming. That's a fact. It's nice. Same with DLive. Hey, he looks less nerdy in red. Yeah, red is a nice color. Well, this black had a white adoptive, or has, or something like that, a white adoptive mother, and here she is on News Nation, Clip 51, Colin, C-O-L-L-I-N, Rugg, with two Gs, posted this News Nation clip, and I cut it down like a minute of it, because I don't understand what she's saying. It's a whole lot of hogwash, (laughs) sounds like to me. Mumbo-jumbo that I don't understand. There's even portions of it that I don't understand in here, but... There's this sympathetic reporter woman who's interviewing a mama spirit gal who looks like she came from CNN to News Nation, an up-and-coming news station, and this mother of Brendan Depa, six-foot-six-inch teenager who beat his teacher unconscious over a Nintendo Switch. This mother, adoptive mother, pleading for the teacher to show mercy on her son. The teacher? The teacher? 
Deppa, this Brendan Deppa's adoptive mother, Leanne Deppa, says sentencing her autistic son to prison will be a death sentence. He's facing 30 years in prison for the attack as the teacher, Joe Nadich, N-A-Y-D-I-C-H, is still recovering from the physical trauma, which is actual trauma, you know, actual physical trauma, as opposed to this mental-emotional trauma stuff. Hopefully she gets past that, you know, she should, but most people don't. Um... Here it is. Here's this woman. I am so sorry for what my son did. And um, nobody, nobody should ever have to go through that. Stomping, punching. But at the same I time, it. please consider that my son has had a hard life. And he's gone through so much trauma in his life. He's he still has kicking autism. Her. Please autism. show mercy to him. It's devastating. That um, my heart is breaking. Um, I'm terrified for my child. I, you know, I feel like if he gets sentenced to prison, it's a death sentence for him. Um, he's scared. And to have your child call and cry and say, I don't want to die. Look at that boy. Um, it's, it's awful. Listen, for anybody who watches that video, it's, it's hard for them to get past it, and I can understand they'd, they'd be devastated for, for Joe Nadich, the, um, the victim in this, in this attack. And, and I can imagine you feel devastated for her as well. You wouldn't have wanted this to happen. Um, you're putting you're words in her mouth. torn between the suffering that she's going through and then, of course, the son that you, uh, that you love. It's just odd that he was in you know, this kind of public schooling to begin with. Do you, do you know why this was the situation, why he was actually even in um, a typical school like this, if he had this, these, this list of, of conditions he was coping with? When um, he originally was in an autism behavioral hospital back before COVID hit, right before COVID hit, and um, we went through a process to where um, we were not able to reunify with him and bring him back home because of the limitations of seeing him in that year um, due to COVID. And so uh, he was placed in an intensive behavioral group home and I questioned it at the beginning. I had always homeschooled him because he didn't handle the school environment. I asked um, the group home, you know, did he have to go to public school? Could he not do school online? And I was assured by them that all of their um, clients went to public school. So even though he was a level six and um, I never thought he belonged in public school, I didn't have a choice. Level six, what's that mean? What is she talking about? So this woman didn't even, she adopts him and she can't handle him. Where's the father, by the way? Is there an adoptive father in this situation? Sometimes the father is just quiet and off in the background. So maybe, maybe there is a, a supposed adoptive father around. So he was put in a group home and they put him in public school. <laughs> Crazy. I don't understand this autism stuff. They hide the fact that they're all on drugs. Is five 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 six five. And this female announcer putting words in the lady's mouth. I'm sure you wouldn't have wanted this to happen to this uh, teacher. You don't have to say that. Lord. He's scared. The woman's putting fear in him. This mama spirit mother all crying. 
This is something for men to handle, I think. I wonder if autism was as common in decades past before all this, these women took over, you know? This mother spirit, fake, uh, fake sciences like uh, psychology and psychiatry. <laughs> Are they fake sciences? Maybe they're real sciences. But these sciences like f- psychology and psychiatry, rather than getting to the root issue, you know, parents, um, responsibility, no excuses. They're giving them excuses. People are taught these excuses. And they're allowed to go out of control. That boy's a big boy. Wild hair, too. She didn't raise him very white, apparently. Not very long, anyway. Those pictures of him in that uh, news segment, I guess you call it, in that segment... That doesn't look like the same woman. Looks like an older lady, like his grandmother or something like that. She's all crying, fearful, putting that in him. A death sentence. I don't think that guy's going to (laughs) die. He may make other people die. That's a big boy. I am so sorry for what my son did. Nobody should ever have to go through that. Please consider he has had a hard life and he has gone through so much trauma in his life, said this liberal sounding. Liana Depa. He has autism. Please show mercy to him. This woman, Nadich, Joan Nadich, the teacher, female teacher who took this switch from him and got thrown down, beaten down, and kicked and, and punched repeatedly till she was unconscious. Even past when she was unconscious. By this uh, young man. He's not a kid. He's not a child. I get that he's maybe under 18, but he's not a child. Is reportedly refusing to help this Depa woman, Brendan Depa, or Depa's woman or, or son, adoptive son, get a lighter sentence and says she hopes this case will prevent anyone else from ever dealing with the trauma. I'm sure you wouldn't have wanted it. I think we need to get rid of these reporter women, mama spirit people who put all this emotion into it and and words in the mouths of the mother, adoptive mother, and let the men handle this stuff. It's It's a situation that men need to handle with logic. It's the drugs. It's like temporary insanity. It says five, five. How many fives are there? One, two, five, 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 six, five, or something like that. Or maybe an extra five in there. Yeah, or they get off the drugs and they go crazy. That's very often, too, the case. When they stop taking the drugs and then they go crazy because they're on the drugs. It keeps them in a stupor. And then they go off of them and they go mass shoot or whatever. Because the drugs are the problem, and it's like a slingshot. Not dealing with anything, and all of a sudden you're hit with uh, reality. It's like what JLP was talking about in the first hour today, about the uh, HDHD, the ADHD stuff. Keeping them high, making them drug addicts, and then they go for harder drugs later in life. Never dealing with life. I wouldn't want that lady as my mother. 
just based off my initial impression of her. Crazy. What a mess. I wonder what you do with the autistic people, because they're, they're like crazy, some of them. Unreasonable. Out of control. And then their solutions are are off. I was telling I was talking in the typing in the American Anchor Baby chat yesterday about a friend of mine who was like we were seven years old roughly, give or take, maybe eight, possibly. We had Jesus Club, right? Little kids. And this was a friend from school, normal public school. My public school wasn't so crazy because I was a Gen Xer, Gen Y, millennial, older. They didn't teach that slavery was this universally evil thing. They were good and bad people. Um, but the first time I ever heard of ADD was from this seven-year-old or eight-year-old or however, this, however old this young man was, this kid was my age. He's, like, hiding in the hallway, refusing to come into the, uh, the room with the, having a fun meeting, Jesus Club meeting, <laughs> relative, it was okay. A little bit of singing, not too much, kind of boring, but, and then we do the, uh, story time, that's kind of fun. Question and answer, you get candy or snacks, that's kind of fun, and you go outside and play, before and after, that's the funnest. He's like, I have ADD. I can't sit in there. What? You're in the classroom all day with me. What's the difference? That was the first time I'd ever heard of ADD, and I didn't hear that, the word ADD again for several years. It wasn't as popular. And we had morning morning, uh, playing before school started. We had morning recess. We had lunch recess. We had P.E., and we had after school playing around. That's like five times of playing. That's not too bad. ADD. Add is basic math, Hake. (laughs) Well, ADD is what they called it before they called it ADHD. Attention deficit disorder. And now they call it attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. They're just coming up with more and more words to make it seem real, just like the anti-Semitism thing. They're trying... First they came up with the word, and they hyphenated it, or something like that. And then they got rid of the hyphen to make it seem real very recently. It's a propaganda spelling. Feels like propaganda to me. But isn't that interesting? A seven or eight-year-old saying, I can't do this, I have ADD. He's being told that, and so he has this built-in excuse. It's like a self-fulfilling prophecy. You set yourself up. You set yourself up with these things that you're taught, and then you think like you know what you're talking about. And then the stuff kind of looks like it jives. Oh, jibes. It's jibe. Jibes with reality. And so you misdiagnose it, just like you think racism jibes with reality. With, uh, but it's, it's, not a, it's not a useful explanation for what's going on. It's just called being normal, what people call racism. Most of the time. So what a mess. 
Uh, I wonder about this adoptive guy, by the way. I wonder if that's how Colin Kaepernick's mother was. You know how Colin Kaepernick was this light-skinned, mixed-race black? Supposedly black. He doesn't even seem black. He doesn't even seem that black. It's like cackling Kamala Harris. She doesn't seem black at all to me. Maybe on the inside, but that's not race. That's just evil. Darkness within. And it didn't really... When she acts black, when she acts like stylistically black, she's playing it. It's like she's play acting. Like when Obama talks black. Like, you did not grow up talking black. (laughs) You're faking it. Colin Kaepernick, I wonder if his mother... What what type of white mother adopts a black child? You know, I get that there's like trying to do right, you know? I don't take that away from them. But are they the kind of like feel sorry for them type of type of whites, supposed whites? I wonder. What type of mother did Colin adoptive mother and father did Colin Kaepernick have? Colin Kaepernick, the guy who sit, sat like a bump on a log, disrespecting the flag and the police and lying against the police, falsely accusing them of murder and getting away with it when it's the blacks doing the murder and getting away with it. Pretending like blacks are such victims of this racism stuff. How much does Hake bench press? 200, plus or minus. Plus or minus, 200. <laughs> way minus, or way plus. And 200 what? I won't say. (laughs) And then Colin Kaepernick goes with this Egyptian gal, and he becomes this liberal SJW for her. This Egyptian Muslim DJ cute gal. Do you even lift, bruh? <laughs> I lift myself off the floor. I sleep on the floor every day. It's good for my back. <laughs> uh, so I, it's a mess. And these gals also don't tell the whole truth. They're not telling the whole story. And then they hide behind, oh, it's what other people did. Oh, they, they put him in this. I didn't have a choice. Somebody else did this. Public schools. So anyway, uh, you can call in one 3773 Newsome versus DeSanctimonious. Did you catch it? Gruesome, I should call him. Newsome, gruesome. Gavin Newsome. Looks like Christian Bale. The newsy guy. American Psycho. And Ron DeSantis, they had a little debate hosted by Hannity. Hannity's friends with Gavin Newsom. Who would have thought? They met and they hit it off. Sean Hannity of Fox News. Yeah, I agree with you, Kale. Got to lift weights to help the beta back. Or just exercise to help the beta back, whether it's lifting actual weights or not. I have some clips from this debate Real James Woods tweeted this one out. 52A, clip 52A. On the feces map, Ron DeSanctimonious, Ron DeSantis, put out some of the truth about SF. 
San Francisco was once a beautiful city. Still has its beautiful places, I'm sure. But he showed this feces map. 38 seconds. Real James Woods is a former actor. Maybe he's still an actor, I don't know. Pro-Trump guy. Solid. Older. Here he is exposing... And Gavin Newsom used to be mayor of SF, by the way. Then he was a lieutenant governor, and now he's governor. Here's uh, that dirty city exposed by Ron DeSantis. Here it is. This is, needs it. this is a map of San Francisco. There's a lot of plots on that. You may be asking, what is that plotting? Well, this is an app where they plot the human feces that are found on the streets of San Francisco. And you see how almost the whole thing is covered because that is what has happened in one of the previous greatest cities this country's ever had. Human feces is now a a fact of life, except when a communist dictator comes to town. Then they cleaned up the streets. They lined the streets with Chinese flags. They didn't put American flags there. They cleaned everything up. So they're willing to do it for a communist dictator, but they're not willing to do it for their own. That's a fact. That's a fact right on Meatball Ron. <laughs> I don't call him Meatball Ron. That's vulgar, and I'm not a vulgar person, said President Trump. I don't even think that he said uh, the words Meatball Ron. I said, he said, I don't call him that. That's vul- I consider that vulgar, and I'm not a vulgar person, said Trump, which is true. I don't like how they stopped the, <laughs> the video with his tongue sticking out. They made it. They just freeze-framed Ron DeSantis with his tongue sticking out and looking sideways. He makes wild faces, kind of like Hake does. <laughs> but right on Ron DeSantis. Uh, here's Richard B. Spencer posted this one. A former Hake guest, did you know that? Former JLP guest as well, multiple times. Richard Spencer posted this. Brilliant st- strategy by Gavin. This is clip 52B. He doesn't attack to sanctimonious for being a COVID denier or laissez-faire, he attacks him for pursuing, at the beginning of it at least, uh, California policy, thus demoralizes desunctus, desanctus, dus, <laughs> with his own base. One minute long, here's uh, Gavin Newsom hitting uh, Ron DeSantis in the Hannity-Fox News debate, left versus right. You passed an emergency declaration before the state of California did. You closed down your beaches, your bars, your restaurants. False. It's a fact. You had quarantines. False. You had quarantines. You had checkpoints all over the state of, Cal- uh, of Florida. Whoa. By the way, I didn't say that. Donald Trump laid you out on this. Dead to right. You that's did that. True. You followed science. Whoa. You followed Fauci. That's, Ron not, that's not false. He followed science. He true. followed Fauci. You and were promoting. Everyone leave hold California on. You were promoting vaccines. We were open. You were promoting we vaccines. Were you even wore we a closed. mask in we September. We were open. Son, you were closed. If it's, if it's okay with you. We'll do this. Why were you closed for so long? Why don't we do this so in a long? way where we both can have Why were you closed for so long? You wore you a mask closed. with right, guys, Donald guys, Trump outside I'm to let it in September 2020. Gavin he did all of that until he decided to fall prey to the fringe of his party. And as a consequence of that, Ron, tens of thousands of people lost their lives. Not true. The equivalent, if I had your policies, the equivalent of 10 9-11s. Tens of thousands of people lost their lives. And for what, Ron? I don't know if that's fair, uh, Gavin Newsom. That's interesting, though. So he says that at first he was doing it right, following the science, following Fauci. He wore a mask in September 2020. Oh, Lord, embarrassing. 
Gavin's vocal fry. Yeah, he talks really rough and gruff. <sighs> Maybe because he's yelling at his w- wife all the time. <laughs> Mildly attractive. On the outside, satanic on the inside. Maybe. But he is, too. But that's interesting, and he's, he's saying, oh, all these people lost their lives in Florida. Florida is disproportionately old, and it's kind of the south, too. Is Florida also fat? Old and fat die disproportionately. He just blamed DeSantis for 10 9-11s, says Kale. Yeah, I think that they were dying because the China virus, I believe it killed people, right? I'm assuming. I mean, why not? Hey, Sure. And his target primarily killed the old and fat. And you didn't have to be that fat or even that old. But some, you know, you can be really out of shape. There was this, I've told repeatedly of this 40-something-year-old family man, a Republican, Republican, roughly my age, just 40-something years old, a little hefty, a little fat, just like out of shape looking. Not even that fat. And he died, supposedly, of the China virus. I'm not sure. Uh, oh, you, you caved to the fringe of your party. It's fringe to know that this overreaction to the China virus is an overreaction? Not to say one shouldn't be careful with your health, of course. What, if you have a little bit of sore throat, you get a canker sore. Whoa. What, what are you doing? You shouldn't even be getting that. Get your sleep. Get your rest. Drink lots of water. Let me drink my water right now. La, 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 the Heek Report. Mug. Drinking lots of water. I just drink a lot. Well, not that much. But I'm gonna have to refill and get some sunshine. Sunshine. DeSantis said he didn't close beaches. I heard about people in California. They're out there paddle boarding. You know, that's the surfboard thing with the with the oar. And somebody was paddle boarding, and he got arrested. He's out in the open waters in the open air, presumably by himself, and he gets arrested. Is that true? Somebody said that they they got. Arrested for paddle, somebody got arrested for paddleboarding in California. So, whatever, Ron DeSantis, that's not science. Following the science, fake. That's a communist, uh, deceiving, what? Euphemism for following liberal experts and f- following the mama spirit, fear mongering, overprotective helicopter parent government. Shutting everything down against people's will when uh, people tend to know how to, at least white people, civilized white people know how to do, it, it wasn't called social distancing, it was called personal space. Trump once tweeted, social distancing, but it's called personal space. You don't get in people's personal space. If you're sick, you stay home or you, you know, cover your mouth <laughs> or something. But I think that Florida is disproportionately probably fatter and, um, and older 
because a lot of retirees do that. And then California, it's probably not as fat, I guess, maybe. Except for among blacks and Hispanics who were the ones who suffered more, I, I think, from the China virus. Well, I don't know. Whites do it, too. Hake loves making excuses for Trump, says Cradle to Grave, no fear. I don't remember what, what I brought up about Trump, about excuses. Um, but there are... I don't know. I just don't care about this stuff. Um, okay, so anyway, that's that. But I don't think that it was very brilliant, because I'm not for DeSantis... And I can see that this is just, that's a, that's a spin. It's spin. It's, it's cute. It's a cute strategy. It's not brilliant. Anyway, uh, it only scores points with the liberals who think that, oh yeah, these conservatives are just dying off. Only because they're older and, and like I said, fat. Puts you at risk. It puts you at risk. Okay, clip 52C, Ron DeSantis gave Gavin Newsom credit for some of the freedoms California enjoy. This is from S.K. Moorefield. And he put fire emoji, hilarious and epic. This is just more of the same, but it's, it's accurate. It's like, well, listen to this. It's just nothing but the truth, I think. Here it is. Oh, you not see it in the folder there? Is it not playing? Let me see. Oh, maybe I didn't make it. I don't see it in the folder. Oh, I don't think I put it in there. Darn. Oh, well. Well, he said, oh, you have the freedom to poop on the sidewalk and, and set up a tent in Hollywood on the sidewalk and stuff like that. Never mind. Let's jump down to 52D. This is, uh, this is uh, Gavin Newsom pretending like he sticks up for women and... Oppressed people, which there's no such thing. Here is Gavin Newsom on Ron. Dude, part D, I think. That's wrong. You attack vulnerable communities. You attack women. And we made sure they could compete. Again, Ron, relax. I can handle it. I'm used to bully. You're nothing but a bully. You're a bully. I understand that. (laughs) You're a bully. (laughs) Nice. That's right, Ron DeSantis. You're a bully. Don't kick the wires, Hake. I know. <laughs> You're a bully. I don't know if Ron DeSantis has quite the humor or levity or lightness of touch to handle this situation. He's kind of, uh, he's kind of, uh, tense. Don't get nervous, Ron DeSantis. You, are, you target vulnerable populations. You target women. You're a bully. I can handle it. This guy, this guy, Gavin Newsom, you're a bully. He is a bully. He's just, that's that name-calling stuff. I love that segment from the Jesse Lee Peterson show yesterday at the beginning of the show, talking about how uh, they accused Elon Musk of anti-Semitism, endorsing an anti-Semitic conspiracy theory, and they spell it with all one word, with all one word with no hyphen to make it seem like it's real, this anti-Semitic. And he just acknowledged as true a cultural reality. But anyway, uh, whether he was right or wrong, there are other ways to communicate, JLP said. 
That's name-calling. That's bullying. They're trying to bully him to uh, take X, Twitter, in a liberal direction. Meaning anti-freedom, anti-truth direction, anti-Trump, anti-America, anti-white, anti-Christian. Oh, you're a bully. Bully. Grown grown men saying the word bully. You know, uh, who's that guy? Ben Shapiro wrote a book called Bullies. 10, 12 years ago, maybe, plus or minus. And he said, bullies, the liberals are bullies. When you encounter a bully, said uh, Ben Shapiro, punch back twice as hard. Metaphysically speaking, of course. Metaphorically speaking. Punch back twice as hard. And what did Trump do? He punched back twice as hard. Word-wise, verbally speaking, of course. And they called him a bully. And he just bull in a china shop or an ox or a, or a, I don't know, what's the manly one? A steer. No, maybe not a steer. <laughs> I don't know. He was uh, solid. Unshakable. But, but uh, he punched back twice as hard, but Ben Shapiro didn't like him. The heck. What the heck? What the heck, Ben Shapiro? But shout out to Ben Shapiro. It never really rang true with me, all this anti-bullying stuff. Ridiculous. Anyway, so that's that. I mean, it was... that. uh, If you're not familiar, Gavin Newsom is the governor of California, so-called, and Ron DeSantis is the governor of Florida, but he's trying to pretend like he's running for president. And Gavin Newsom might be... Running for president? Not sure. Ben still owes Jesse a lunch. Wrong. It's been more than, it's been seven years. It is the year of Jubilee. According to Israelite law, which we are all Israelites spiritually. All debts are forgiven. All slaves are freed. All banned people, except for certain ones, are hereby unbanned. I guess I need to go into my, uh, my, uh, my thing and unban the people. I, I have, like, probably thousands of people banned on, on the Hake uh, YouTube. I guess it's not important since I'm not on YouTube right now. Manuel is in California on the line. Manuel, thanks for calling and holding. What is up? How you doing, Hank? I'm doing fine. How are you? Good, good. Well, thank you. Right on. Um, just the whole Gavin Newsom and DeSantis thing, um, in my mind, they're trying to set them up as if they're going to end up being the final uh, presidential elect. So they're like trying to get them prepped so people will be like, oh, look, this was a pretty good little interview. And then the next one, they'll get more viewers and little by little. Right. But anyways, like with... DeSantis, like, he should have went after Newsom about that biolab that was in Reedley, California. And the, you know, in the Central Valley, they, they found that biolab. You hear about that? Or no, no, I did not hear anything about any biolab in California. I'm pretty sure you guys reported, not reported on it, but, like, mentioned it one time. But anyways, there was a biolab 
in Reedley that was ran by a Chinese nationalist that ran from Canada and was uh, a fugitive for like 300-something million dollars for stealing intellectual property and then fled over here to California and started a biolab. There was like Ebola, HIV, Corona, mice, and all this other stuff that was in there. And that um, they even did a congressional hearing on it, but it was like hush-hush, like a small one. Kevin McCarthy was a part of it. Jim Costa was a part of it. And um, no like major news outlets even reported on it. What like what is that, a bio lab? Because bio lab could be anything. Because there's people who do like cancer research in like Stanford and different places, USC maybe, and that's right. that this could be considered a bio lab. What is a bio lab? Um, well, I don't know. I ain't no genius. I'm kind of <laughs> yeah, me neither. <laughs> um, anyways, where I'm from, like it's a farming. Reedley's like a huge farming community. I used to do rig welding. And we would build, like, uh, cold storages or, like, packing houses. Like, so your cherries, your almonds, your grapes, your chickens, ducks, whatever, like, needed to be killed or processed. And Reedley's, like, a huge farming place. So there's not, like, any necessity for, like, medical stuff like that. But they had, like, rats in there. They were testing, like, different viruses on the rats, stuff like that. Um, And there was, like barely any coverage on it yeah that, uh, um, part of it is it's, it's like a mystery it's hard to know the truth of stuff you know I, I mean there and and then we have a we do have a media that's um that's not interested in in exposing the truth about certain things you know right you know I don't want to say that I on, on your air because they've already like a lot of their videos get canceled and okay uh, so anyways there was a they just did an undercover sting here in Fresno a certain guy that does undercover video recordings of people that he's done with like other people like Pfizer and other Democrats and Republicans so anyways they just did a sting here in Fresno and they you know got undercover video of like the Jim Acosta's top staffer talking about it and how he knew they knew months before and blah, blah, blah. They didn't want to release anything until after Xi Jinping showed up. So there wasn't any like controversy while he was here. Oh, interesting. I'll, send you, I'll send you guys that on your producer at JLP just so you got an idea of what I'm, I don't want to say anything with it, you know, and then get you canceled or right. shut your videos down and all that. Yeah. But um, even where I live, I live in like, probably 40 minutes south of Reedley, more towards the naval base of Lamore. And um, I know a lot of farmers out here, and they're, like, been selling their land off to a lot of Chinese people. And um, there's this dude that my mom knew, and he was a Chinese guy, and he would do, like, farming and all that for them. And he was just buying up as much land as they could near the base, and they were just putting little huts out and growing trees and all that. Uh-huh. I thought that was kind of weird. Yeah, I mean, that, but, you know, being that close to the base. That is interesting. I don't know, it's it's kind of, I don't know, whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's a mess, I don't understand. That's just like, the world's so big, and I'm in like this tiny little area where not a lot of people know, like, LA's like big too, and there's a lot of stuff that goes on over there, but here in the valley, like, you see a lot of that stuff going on, and 
like there's Chinese people buying a property around here like crazy. Yeah, they do and that like, with cash, I heard. They buy it out, out from underneath the Americans because Americans can't right. really afford it. Many, uh, many of us. My mother, my mother's got like 10 acres and nice. it's not for farming. There's no well. And that guy showed up and was like, oh yeah, we'll pay for all this. Like $800,000, no problem. We'll put in 10 acres of trees, new well, and like act like the money was like nothing, nothing. Yeah. And I went to his house and I saw where he was living. It was like a little double wide mobile home, you know, like nothing fancy. And he was Chinese? Up. This guy who bought this place? Yeah. Yeah, he's got four kids, and they all go to, like, top colleges. And I'm, like, thinking, like, how in the world can you send four kids to college at a $200,000 a year, maybe, and still be out here in this little hunt and, like, this and that? Where's this money coming from? Usually when you see people with money, they have a house, a nice house. Yeah. Or, like, a lot of land, you know? Some people live very frugally so that they can do that. I mean, I've seen Asians packing together, like, uh, sardines in these houses and they're all working, including the student, the, you know, the college student, uh, Asians. Some of them are working too. And then they buy up other houses and then rent those houses out. So they got all, all kinds of income coming in. And, uh, they're kind of like the, the Jewish people. They're very f- frugal. You know, people are like, Oh, don't be a tight fisted, uh, um, money grubbing type of person. But that's, that's how many of those God. Asians, Chinese, are. Right. I mean, that's how I am. I don't like spending money on. Nice. Yeah. I'm tight with money. Everyone always gets because I got I got rentals and a bunch of other stuff too. Like same thing. You know, you got to start from somewhere and you got to be tight with your money. Right. You're so the one I'm who like, told me I, about that, huh? You didn't you say that before? Like you realized how much money you were wasting and spending, uh, and you didn't oh, yeah. need to be. Yeah. Like. I've cut my bills down, way down. I'm, like, at a point where I'm, like, getting by at, like, two grand a month. On nice. Top. That's all my bills, you know? That's good, and I would man. be, like, living high on the hog, like how Jesse says. Like, I'd be buying stupid stuff, cars. Yep. And, I mean, <laughs> I had, like, a fancy Cadillac CTSV, supercharged, fast, you know, but just dumb. I didn't need none of that. And then now, you know, I see it, and it's, I don't need it. It's a waste of money. Yeah. you got to be tight with it because it'll be gone. That's cool, man. Um, That's a nice... One uh, other thing I, I want to try and... Yeah, go ahead. Real quick about. Um, I want to try and get a hold of Jesse about it, but, like, I always... I've always noticed when, like, people... They always say, close your eyes and imagine this, or, like, think of that, or a memory. And What I've always do- noticed for years since I was a child, too, like, when I close my eyes and try and imagine something, it's almost as if I'm in a third person. Yeah. Like, say if I had a memory of, like, me and you, like, talking... It wouldn't be like me looking at you eye to eye. It'd be like me watching the conversation. And, like, I've always thought that was weird. Like, even as a kid, like, there's no way these thoughts are mine. You know, like, why would I see them in third person? Right. And I've always wondered that. And I've been trying to, I'm meaning to call Jesse, but they always forget. I start talking about something else. But I don't know if you've ever noticed that or had that happen. Like, I hadn't thought of that. I had not thought of that. That's. That's an interesting uh, observation about going into your imagination and about different things that you that yeah. you do or the picture doing this or that. Yeah, I've always thought that was weird. I remember like people were like, you don't remember when we went to like the coast and this happened? I'll be like, oh, I close my eyes and I'll like, like I can't really see it, but it's like a third person, like I'm watching a scenario from a movie. That's what Jesse says. I'm like, whoa, that's crazy. Like, huh. 
is that not me then? And now I'm like starting to like overcome like, whoa, I don't think any of that was me. It's just a thought, you know, it's just an idea of what I think happened. And that's it. Yeah. I was thinking about that myself. Like I had a mild case of deja vu this morning. And I've heard things about how the brain works. Stuff seems familiar. It seems like you can almost predict what's going to happen next and next and next in this situation. And these things are being said while you're doing this. And uh, it made me ponder just that the notions of familiarity in the mind and the brain are, uh, are deceiving and illusions. Right. So like, yeah, I think that it, I think there is a lot of truth to that. People are color mildly mental, says our resident health expert Lisa <laughs> in the Facebook chat. <laughs> I think most people are mildly mental. Oh uh, yeah. People believe stuff. They're convinced of th- stuff that is Okay, this is going to sound blonde and womanly of me. So not true. <laughs> You're not supposed to say so not true, right? But it's just far removed from the truth. But they're convinced. I had someone confront me about something that I said three years ago that I don't even remember saying. And then it came to me later what I said, and I kind of remember, like, why I would say that. And this person thought I was on my high horse, but I was just making a comment about a strange situation. I wasn't bragging about this situation. It was about um, different people, like women asking me out, out of nowhere, whom I'd never talked to. And so, oh, I just got to knock you off your high horse. And they're talking about, they're talking about um, something that I said three years ago. And they're thinking that I'm being, I'm like this, think that I'm the ladies man from something that they remember me saying and they are totally misinterpreting it. So people's reality is, or perception, which is their, their yeah. imagination yeah. of reality, is just way off from what reality really is. Yeah. Like yesterday, I, or not yesterday, Wednesday, I, I sent a comment in about Jason, about how, like, he's saying what the white people and this and that, and I said in the comment, like I said, the white race, we the white race do not want to, like, I can't remember what it was, like, take down or get rid of black people. We just want to, like, breed out the low IQ. and. The, oh, you know. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I didn't mean it, like, towards black people or anything. Like, just in general, like, our, my whole goal in life is, like, we got to, like, get the stupidity out of people. The common sense needs to come back. Like, that's all we want, just peace. You know, like, fun. <laughs> you know, here, listen to what you got to cry about and all this. Like, we all go through stuff. For yeah. one... I'm not one of the whites that came from England. You know, my mom came across the border the right way, the uh-huh. legal way, paperwork. And my dad, they came from Portugal the legal way. Yeah. You know, like, I'm over here in America, and the way I look at America is a like, peace. I don't care about your drama and your wham and all this and that. You live your life, I live my life, and you just leave your own headache and your problems and your anger to yourself. You know, I don't want to deal with that. Yeah. Not to worry about going out and eating with you guys, and you guys are complaining, throwing stuff around. Like, man, I'm trying to spend some money to eat and leave, not not listening to what you got to say. Right. <laughs> yeah, so, that's funny, right. man. I'll, I'll just like it. Well, right on. Interesting chat. That that one sounded kind of 
that sounds different from what you said, because what you said sounded sort of uh, breeding out the low IQ. I don't, right. You, no, you're I, talking I about bringing back common sense sounds different from bre- breeding out the low IQ. That sounds kind of eugenic or eugenicist yeah, or whatever. <laughs> That's why, like, I, w- I was going to call you and be all like, man, why are you getting all butthurt for that? And I got to think, I was like, yeah... The way that's worded and read, like it kind of just, you know, perceptions reality. The way that 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 someone might else, someone else might read it or partake it, then different from how I said it. And that's why I was like, oh, I can't get all right emotional. And that's why I don't like, really take people's words so seriously for the most part, unless I'm like they catch me unaware and I'm and I'm in my emotions or something. But people say stuff, and like Netanyahu has said stuff, or Trump has said stuff, or a woman or a man has said stuff that you don't like, that you disagree with, but you don't even know what they meant or you don't know if they knew what they were saying, if they came out right or what they meant, and you you have to take it with a grain of salt. <laughs> right. Like they don't that, necessarily mean how you, how you... It's like this guy who read in the Bible, oh, do not swear by heaven or earth, so he refused to oh, swear. That was crazy. Yeah, <laughs> and he refused to swear, so he got himself arrested or something. When yeah. that, he doesn't know that, what the Bible meant by that, what Jesus said. <laughs> That's like with me, like my stupidity when I went to court for my baby mama. They were all like, oh, well, well you could pay $500 a month in child support. And I was just like dumb and young, like giving them attitude, like that ain't nothing. I can pay more than that. Wow. And then so they bumped it up. And then I said it again because oh. of my ego. And then uh-huh. I was like, whoa, dude, like instead of just following the rules and shutting up, like it's not that big of a deal to swear on the Bible. Bro, are you, like Jesse said, are you going to tell the truth or not? Like, that's the whole point. Yeah. I just, you made it way bigger than what it, I, I've done the same thing. Like, whoa, that's so crazy. Like, to be attached to a word that someone else said or they think they're, they're controlling, and then you go all haywire and make it ten times worse, all from your thoughts. Yeah. Wow. That's interesting, man. <laughs> that was pretty funny listening to that guy talk this morning about the Bible. I'm like, whoa, just put your hand on the Bible, bro. Like, yeah. Get it over with. You're in jail. What are you crying about now? You're making it worse. Yep. That's interesting, man. Right. It, great call, man. You're in California. Call me again sometime. All right. Go ahead and hang up. I'll wait. All right. Take care. <laughs> he let me uh, hang up so, I, so it didn't click. That's a, that's a considerate Hispanic Portuguese man or whatever. Uh, I will get back to more calls, guys, but it is Fob Friday, and it's also December. That means Christmas time. Actually, the day after Thanksgiving, we were supposed to play Christmas music since then. Uh, So I am remiss, but this is from Jackie. Y'all love Jackie? Not Jackie Chan, J-A-C-K-Y. Jackie Cheung, C-H-E-U-N-G. Merry Christmas. I love you. And I'll be right back for hour two. Hang tight.
是我心中一刹之美。今天我与你重逢像不羁，又将当天一些再说起。仍然难形容是你，缠令两心都不再躲避。终于在擦满火花于天。热炽地吹出一个心理，在这温馨的日子，温暖地累积于心里所有，全部给你，没有点点白雪不会有传奇，亦多么感激印在一起。忘记。圣诞快乐，不变这般真理。将当天一些再说起，仍然难形容是你，渐令两心都不再躲避。终于在擦满火花于天地，热炽地吹出一个心理，在这温馨的日子，温暖地。I'm back. I'm back on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> Obvious globe. So good. I'm back on YouTube. Merry Christmas, Hake. Crack that whip, esoteric! Swing that hammer! Thank you guys for bearing with me through that beautiful, beautiful music. <laughs> you, YouTube couldn't say no to Christmas with Jackie, says Carver five three one. That's tr- that's right. Yes, my strike expired because I got a strike mid-show. On the Hake Report last Friday, and so I'm back mid-show on the Hake Report this Friday. Isn't that sweet? Yes, it is. I love YouTube. <laughs> uh, no new super chats. I appreciate the support, guys. 
Oh, I should open the treasure chest, though. Let's open the treasure chest. Let's see what we can do for the red-headed stepchildren. Uh, 250. Because you're worth it. You deserve it. Shout out to GMG Jim. Misty. Eric from where? Eric from chat. Right on. And uh, Kid Combo 1 and Potleaf. Thank you, guys. That's cool. Uh, Mike in Canada is on the line. Been on hold. Mike in Canada, how you doing, man? Great. How are you? Uh, I'm fine. How about you? Um, oh, did you say great? Yeah, yeah. I'm oh, fine. Okay. I'm fine. Nice. I asked you uh, twice. Uh, Talk uh, that's, an, that's a sign of an unconscious person. <laughs> Um, hey, is this your first time calling my show, Mike? Yes. Nice. Welcome. <laughs> I was just wondering if... Can I call myself a Christian if I don't read the Bible? I don't know why I'm, uh, I'm slow, so I don't want to read that. It's too much for me. <laughs> <laughs> Are you a French-Canadian? Yes. Nice. What an and honor. French Canadian are real slow, my friend. Oh, are they? <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> well, there is JF. But JF is kind of smart, right? He's smart but slow, maybe. Uh, yeah, we're slow but smart. I we're think smart. that you can still be a Christian and not read the Bible. What the heck? Because uh, I met those two guys uh, from United States, by the way. I don't know why they're here. but I know why they're here, but far away from home for, for them, and they are Mormon, Cat, uh, Catholic, a Christian Mormon. Oh, okay, so they're missionaries to Canada, I guess? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. They from, uh, one's, one from Utah, the other is from Arizona, and if you don't know, right here in Canada, where I'm from, it's very cold, so I don't know where they move here. <laughs> That's funny, man. Where they're, where they're from, it's like the desert. Yeah. But anyway. That's true. Um, Utah is a desert. I don't know about Utah, but Arizona, there's oh, yeah. like desert, very sunny, dry. For sure. And out there, Beautiful. it's like snowy, very cold. <laughs> and uh, that's it. But I went to their church. I never read the Bible, like I said. Yeah. And all they do is very, very Bible something all day long. Right. And when I go there, I don't feel nothing. Like Jesse once said, uh, you go to different church, you talk to different people, and never felt something. Uh, and uh, those guys are supposed to come here today at 4 p.m. Uh, it's like 1 p.m. right now where okay. I'm from. And I, I just don't know what to tell them, really. Oh. So they're right. coming in, they're coming to preach to you. You don't have to tell yeah. them anything, man. You just... If if you want to hear what they have to say, are oh, you just I want be- to hear what they have to say? But uh, I don't know, man. They all they uh, like uh, ask him question. Yeah, and they always always respond with the the, the, the Bible. Oh yeah, right. right. They refer so back to I the Bible. I don't know how to talk with them like personally, like yeah. from their heart and their soul, because it's always Bible, Bible, Bible. Like yep. I, I did, like Jesse, and I asked them, "What is love?" Uh huh. But I said to him, smoke on it. Don't tell me right now. Okay. And he said, I'll read my Bible and I'll let you know. I was like, 
Okay. Uh, what you think about that, man? I don't know what to do. <laughs> Tell me what to do, eh? Are you <laughs> so? Are you trying to them? preach to them while they're trying to preach to no, you? No, no, I don't. No, 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 no. I don't preach to nobody. Okay, okay. I just listen to what they have to say and I ask ask simple questions to make my mind around it, not to preach to nobody. Yeah, it's will be. It will be great. I'm very far from LA, very far. Okay, and I I I, I just can't come like that. At the church with GLP and right. So uh, do you watch online? Do you listen? Yeah, do you yeah, listen I watch to the it online. Uh, yeah, yeah, I watch it online uh, every Sunday at two p.m. Eastern time. Yeah, uh, but it will be cool for me to have a place like where I'm from to go and talk to people about it. But oh, okay. So you're thinking it's pretty Catholic so, around here, and uh, the only church that I think is Christian, like. United States Christian, if I can say. But it's not it, man. They're just Bible thumping. I don't know. Uh, are you... I want to read the, the Bible, but I'm I'm an intellectual person. So if I start reading, I make my mind and, you know, I, I'll do the, I do the silent prayer, but I'm not there yet. I didn't go forgive my father, neither my mom. Yeah. Uh, I shake in my boots a lot with my mom. Uh-huh. And my father doesn't want to talk to me at all. That's uh, when I was young, I, uh, I did something to, to him, and uh, it's hard to forgive for him. Okay. So you're praying, uh, but you haven't forgiven. No, but it's hard to I'm praying every night and every morning. Yeah. Pray. I know I got to forgive, but I, 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 was, I want to see my, my, my dad first talk with him and know what about, what, what about my mother and all those things. Yeah. To go after that, see my mother to forgive her, to forgive her. She put me away from my father, but not a lot. And she never talked about him, you know? Yeah. He was gone. It was just like that. Uh, uh, one day he never came back. <laughs> oh, wow. It. Maybe I asked questions, but I was so young that I don't, I don't remember about asking those questions. Yeah. But I knew he was an alcoholic. I know uh, there's no such thing, but right. he was drink a, drinking a lot. Yeah. And uh, so I reached to him on Facebook, and uh, he just don't want to see me. He, he, he said that he's scared of what, I, what, I, what I'm going to do. Oh, <laughs> when I'm down there, when I was young, I was like a tug. <laughs> oh, really? You know, yeah. And uh, are you bl- are you white? Fat. Are you white or black? Or? Yeah, I'm white, but black in the inside, man. If you okay. know how it's rule, how it's run over here. You'll understand. There's no dad here in the families. We all grown up with our moms, and there's a lot, a lot of anger around here. Yeah, mom's spirit everywhere. But it's, anyway. uh one day I was uh, downtown where I live, and I crossed this path. I was like 14 years old, and I was like with my friends, and uh, we pretty much attacked him. Whoa! <laughs> so now he he's scared of me. So you guys, at, you and your friends, attacked your dad? Yeah. When you were 14? Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> okay. Like he was on a bicycle, and <laughs> oh, he was on a bike, I so you knocked him off. I him like and. 
I take a wood stick on the ground, put it in this wheel of this bicycle, and spit it on. Oh, yeah, I don't want to go in detail. Yeah, it's yeah. Not, it's not for kids. Right. <laughs> Even though I was. I'm laughing, but that's age. terrible, man. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. But I, know, I mean, you were terrible. 14. You were, uh, you were a little yeah, thug. Yeah. You were raised by presumably angry mother and didn't understand oh, yeah, your a father. Lot, a lot. My mom was crazy. Yeah. Sometimes she would uh, cry out loud and uh, she said that she gonna say uh, herself and things like that. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, a lot of anger. So when I found out about Jesse, because at first I thought he was very funny. Yeah. <laughs> But there's a lot of truth right. behind uh, his funny image. For sure. Definitely, man. Yeah. And I know that you read the Bible a lot. so I used to. I haven't read it much lately. I, I would like to, again, more. Uh, there's a couple of books I need to be reading. But um, you don't have to read the Bible to be a Christian. No. I mean, the, the Christians didn't even have a Bible at first. I yeah, mean, they that's had right. scriptures. Uh, I mean, it's, but in, 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 inside of us, we all know it. But don't have a mindset that you're an intellectual and you're you can't handle reading the Bible. Just watch yourself and read it if you want to. Read it if read it if you uh, if, if the Lord leads. You know, you yep. get you get if you get a hankering if you would like to read the Bible, you you ought to. And yep. uh, don't. But you're right, you are intellectual. You may be intellectual, so you don't have to... You just catch yourself if you, get, if you catch yourself getting too into it or puffed up on the knowledge about it. But I would not recommend getting into like a debate with the uh, Mormons. It sounded like you're asking them questions, which is fine, that's cool. Uh, just, uh, I just asked him a question to uh, know about them. I, I don't very... Okay. Uh, are you looking I for a church? Uh, what? It sounded like you're looking for a church. Are you looking for a church? Looking yes, for people? Yes, that's what I was doing. Oh, okay. And well, I mean, you can, go, you can go around people whom you somewhat agree with. You don't have to agree with them entirely if you... Nobody, no... I don't want to say nobody, but there's not a lot of people that agree with me. They you also don't crazy. need people, though. Are you... Are you <laughs> That's you right, that's you right, said you beat you you beat up your father with friends. Are you a type of guy who has a lot of friends, or used to have a lot of friends? I used to. I okay. used to. Maybe you don't need uh, now people I'm right now. Seven, so it's been a long time. <laughs> it's been a long time. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. <laughs> you may not. You may not need to be around people right now, and just seek seek God, seek what's right. Um, see yourself, and then you'll go and forgive your uh, mother and father, or whatever. And then yeah, you'll, and, uh, stuff, will, stuff will happen, like, people will uh, come into your life or whatever. You working right now? Yeah, I got two jobs. Oh, right on. <laughs> yeah, so you're fine. You, you see people all the time at work, I bet. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, you know, you can start... No, no, you don't want to... I'm not saying start a conversation with them. <laughs> you don't wanna... No, I see a lot of people in the day. I'm not lonely. Yeah. Like, I'm able to have conversations with a lot of people. Uh, I'm not only thinking about uh, God and all this stuff. You know, I got a life to run, too. Uh, well, yeah, I, I mean... myself. What, when you're thinking about God, you're thinking about your imagination, what you think about God, what God is. No, so you're not freaky, necessarily... Man. People who it's think so about God freaky. aren't really thinking about God. They're thinking about what they think God is. They don't, they're yeah, not actually thinking right. about God. 
<laughs> it's so tricky, man. It's so simple, but at, simple, but at the same time, it's so hard, man. Not to let your mind take control of you, you know. So I, hard. I recommend you read. Um, if you want something, a, a reading assignment from me, I recommend you read one of the gospels where Jesus preaches. It, like Matthew, Mark, Luke, or John, read one of those, like Matthew maybe. And uh, okay. there's one part where Jesus said, don't think about your life. That's what I'm trying to do. For real, since I started the silent prayer, I've never been, not say happy, but it's calm. Yeah. Like everything is relaxed. Right on. That's Back cool. then I was very, very aggressive, angry, and everything was in a rush, like... And uh, I was playing, the per- uh, uh, it's like I was an actor, like I was somewhere and I was trying to like be angry and mean to people, like, yeah. look at me, I'm a mean person, don't talk to me that way, I'll punch you. <laughs> <Dang>. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And now it's like it's gone. I don't think too much of myself or anything. You're in your just... tw- are you in your 20s? 27. Okay. Right on, man. Well, I mean, it sounds like you're on the right track, just... Keep working those two jobs. That's cool. That's cool. Oh yeah, and, uh, <laughs> and then just uh, let you... is very expensive, man. You you have to work. You cannot just you can, but your life will be very, very, very flat. You can ask your dad if he'll FaceTime with you or whatever. He really don't want to talk with me. When I t- uh, text him on Facebook, he blocked me right away. Oh, he blocked you. Oh, okay. No, right away, and I, <laughs> I talked to his, uh, like, niece, yeah. some, something like that, and she said, oh, he's a good man, and, and I, he just want you to leave him alone, he want to live his life alone. What did you text, what did you, when you texted him, if you don't mind my asking, if it's not too personal, what did you tell him, or what did you ask him? Uh, just found that uh, I was willing to see him, talk, him, talk to him, oh, but okay. I never said in my text that I was going to forgive him or something like that i was i don't want to force it you know yeah if you don't want to you don't want to i can't force him right well if it's but, if it's appropriate you could just send one last message like oh i i just wanted to find out what happened and let him know i'm i'm uh sorry for being mad if you're sorry for being mad i am sorry for being mad because yeah. i don't really know him and he never did nothing to me right <laughs> Yeah, like uh, I was just angry because uh, angry because my mom used to say that he was an alcoholic. That that's the only thing that she has said once about him that he was an alcoholic, and that's why he he left. Yeah, and he left me with a lot of anger, a lot. He left like, her with a lot of anger, or no, you? No, me. Oh, you? Oh, her? Uh, I think she don't really care. <laughs> yeah. And uh, she's like the kind of mom that will say that she did everything for us, and blah, yeah. blah, blah, and blah, blah, blah. Oh, she she said that she did everything for you guys? Yes. Oh, Lord. That's <laughs> well, too much. Had, if well, had, mothers do too much me, sometimes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, if she had do everything for me, uh, maybe I'll, uh, I'll never beat my father. Right. <laughs> you know? I know. <laughs> It's horrible. Uh, well, you can, but you way, can, you can go in. Take and, is horrible too. What's that? 
your music taste is horrible, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I love you. I love you, man. I right on. You. No, I understand that. But That's your music funny. is horrible. Hey, hey, uh, is Hassan there? He's talking to somebody else, I think. Oh, Hassan. Oh, no, no, yeah, no, Hassan. Hassan. Oh, I thought he was talking to somebody else. He's singing Hassan's new song. I love it. I love the visual. Keep going, man. Keep going. Right on. Keep going. Hey, I love your show. It's one of the best shows on the JLP network. Appreciate that. Keep going. And so I'll let you on that because I, uh, I don't want to take all of your time. No problem, man. Appreciate your call. Yeah, call again sometime. really a straight question uh, on, my, on my part, so... No, you're fine. If we continue, I'll just uh, deblate rate, deblate rate. <laughs> well, Hassan Love says you, thank you. God bless you. All right, you too. Take care. Mike in Canada with that French accent. <laughs> waiting on God, waiting on God, and he's waiting on me. That's Hassan's new song. It was played on the Jason Lee Peterson show yesterday. Quentin is a first-time caller in California. Quentin, am I pronouncing it right? Yeah, that's, that's right, man. Hey. How's it going? Going well. Thanks for calling. What's up? Yeah, so I actually, so I love talking about these topics, um, like stuff like racism and things like that. I saw this funny post by this girl on Twitter, like, Probably like last week, it said something like, you know, guys who don't like small talk, I don't understand them. Like, what am I supposed to do? Like, come back from work and be like, like, hey, honey, you know, you think humanity really has free will? <laughs> and like, I was like, yeah, that's, yes, that's basically how it would be. But so I, yeah, I've been thinking about this a lot and I was very curious what your thoughts would be. You talk about racism a lot on your on your stuff. Yeah. So I just kind of like want to like break down definitions. So like, what what do you actually define racism as? Being into race. When I when I used to think about racism, I yeah. when I used to think of it as like a real thing, I thought of it as like being into race, and putting that above what's right. And so I thought of blacks as being the most racist. And then most of the time when stuff was called racism, um, I do have some super chats to read. Stuff When stuff was called racism, like when, when a white said the N-word or whatever, I'm like, that's not racist because they're just calling you that because they're trying to get under your skin or whatever, or they're uh, mad at you. Um, I thought of that as either the truth or or anger or justified or normal so that was a i thought of racism in that sense as a false diagnosis they're pretending they're projecting that the white is putting race above what's right but they're not so that's what i thought of as as racism was being i hardly so, I, I hardly used it. it never sat right with me like a real thing because I remember reading right. about it as a kid. Yeah. I think they used the term racism and discrimination. I remember reading discrimination in the childhood textbook, right? Yeah, right. Well, see, discrimination, too, that's, that's like the other, the other side of the coin. Like, so you, you're talking about how it's basically placing 
this racism. First of all, you say that racism is like a system. I never did, but some people did. So you, you wouldn't say that it's a system? No, I never thought of racism as a system. I just thought of it as, uh, as an adjective descri- describing, rightly or wrongly describing, a, uh, a person's mindset. Oh, so how would you define race, then? Race? Yeah. Race is, like, I don't know what race is, but it's, it's like a, a group of people. Like, whites are a race, or might, might be made up of a few different races, might, maybe? Not sure. And then, uh, especially nowadays. <laughs> and then uh, right. black is a race. Asian, you know, the, ra- a- the yellow, so yellow people are the race. So it's, it's explicitly dependent on skin color. That's what you're saying? Um, those are, that's one of the uh, aspects, what's well, one of the most obvious aspects of them. But the Asians have distinct sh- face shape. And so there's more than just skin color. But yeah, it, it, it involves the skin color that, that most of the, each group has, yeah. So, okay, so let me ask you this then. Like, would you, would you agree that, I mean, because this is something that I've thought of. Like, would you agree that, that, like, actual, the word race is sort of a, like, a placeholder for things like, yeah, like your skin color, your, your, uh, your culture, the food you eat, like, all of these things that sort of encompass, you know, a, uh, someone's self, someone's self-identity. To a right? point, yeah, right. like, yeah. like uh, people would say, oh, that's, you're so white, because I grew up with Hmong right. Asians and, but it's and like, well, what is white? What is like, what does white even mean? Right, because it would be, it would be I would like have a nice don't. Christian family, right? And we were like together eating together, and my friends would be like, "You're so white." <laughs> I'm like, "That's very okay. white, yeah." Yeah, but it, which is weird to me because white, cult, like white, I feel like people don't actually think that white people have a culture or that, that right that there is culture around whiteness yeah. whatever that is which is like yeah the western european culture the the history of that the foods you eat i mean like cold sandwiches cold subs cold meats things like that like a lot of that was european okay so like a big part of that is like part of american culture now yeah but american culture though is so mixed up with so many different i mean it's like it's a melting pot you know so yeah but, it's but it's it's changed because of all the different types of people who've come in and and uh, we've adopted some of their stuff and for better right. or worse. Yep. So so if you're taking the definition of race as like a placeholder for all of these things. Yeah. Um, so racism, you're saying, is placing that above what is true. Yeah, true or right or, yeah. Okay. That's how so, I that's how I understood it. No, yeah, and I I do I do think that's a good way of looking at it, but like I think where I diverge here is like I I would actually say that it is a system. Like cuz if you look at these other things, I know you you really like to talk about communism, man. <laughs> right. You really like to talk about uh Commie capitalism, uh-huh. but um, 
you know, you have all these other systems, fascism, communism, socialism. They're all isms. So yeah. I was just like, well, what is the difference then with racism? I mean, because I, I feel like if you're putting your race, which is all these different things, is the conglomerate of, you know, your culture, the food you eat, your skin color, how you look, whatever, the way you dress. If you're putting that above all else, then it's it, it's sort of, you are, in a sense, taking out the individual and you're looking at the group. So, in a, in a sense, you're sort of adopting policies that are like, we're no longer looking at the individual. We're going to look at the race of this individual. Yeah. We're going to treat them differently based on their race. Uh-huh. Which is, I mean, that's, to me, that does sort of scream communism because it's sort of like it goes into this classism, which is another ism. Okay. Which is like you're, you're focused on your group. Yeah. Rather than the individual. I don't know. What, what would you... What would you think of that? If you think of it that way, then um, racism, judging people uh, or separating people by race, if you're thinking that in that sense, or discrimination by race, then in that sense, if you believe that that's racism, because this, this is just this word that people use for anything now. So if you're using it for that, then racism could be good or evil or or fine exactly. or not fine because separating people right. by race or accepting people in your immigration that, that is discrimination yeah you should yeah. you you have a right i mean i be, i believe in discrimination right there's discrimination oh, no, for good yeah. or discrimination for evil and exactly. discrimination for good is is yeah uh we used to discriminate in our immigration policy in america white uh christian men of good character or white christians of good character or something like that so right. that was supposedly racist, but that was common sense. That was like right, you know. That's like um, having control of your country, <laughs> keeping your well, country. Without, yeah. Go ahead. Well, without, and that's the other thing. I, I don't understand, like how people don't see this. Like without discrimination, like discrimination has two different meanings, and this is what I mean by how racism as a system has sort of just seeped its way in and like you have so many things that are taboo now that you're not supposed to say yeah because of social uh pressures which is it's very interesting to me because it's like that's that's sort of how you saw a lot of these social states like like head in that direction you know it became like social uh consensus where it's like oh you're not supposed to say that you're not supposed to do this um, and it's, it just put people in that, in that state, uh, where, yeah, you can't discriminate you, you, which is weird to me because without discrimination, like you said, it's just chaos. Like you can't, you can't tell good from bad. You can't tell right from wrong or like true from falsity, which is just, it's, it's crazy. That's why I used to call it. Like, uh, when I was early on, when I was a producer of the Jason Lee Peterson show, I would call racism a false diagnosis because people call racism always wrong. Like, it's always evil. Like, it's a. It's always evil, exactly. Right, but it's not. With, like, bigotry. (laughs) Yeah. Which, bigotry is its own thing. You want want to say you hate somebody for their race? Okay, that's bigotry. You're Uh bigoted towards that race. But if you say, oh, you know what? I see this, this black guy walking down the road. I'm going to actually go out of my way and treat him nicer 
it's you're still being racist like you're yeah. still racist because <laughs> you're like i'm gonna let this guy's race determine how i treat him yeah which is completely ridiculous this is why like this whole Karine jean pierre thing and the white house getting like uh people in into the uh into these official positions. Yeah. It's so racist. Like, yep. I, I don't understand how people are like not, or I don't understand how people are okay with this. It's like, do you not understand? Like that's, and this is why I'm saying it's like a, it, it turns into the system because it's like, it, it's the system sort of like a, probably like a sub category or a subsystem of like what you would call socialism because you're only looking at the race. You're 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 like literally treating people based off their race. Right. It's special treatment. Completely ridiculous. It's special treatment based on feeling sorry for them, and pretend and false guilt and false you know this mama spirit thing that just that's got to be so it 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 makes me want to spit, and it's got to make the it, blacks with any sense want to spit <laughs> to to. Uh, to see that kiss-up culture toward them, toward women, toward the gays, toward the uh, other races and ethnicities. Because it's... But they, but they embrace it because they benefit from it, I guess. Or, or, they, or they just like having that false power, worldly, um, unearned power over the whites, I guess. I, I guess it's like a I don't know. hatred. It's it's not based on it's not discrimination based on what's right though it's it's uh, illogical mama spirit <laughs> crazy uh, how they how they how they would use discrimination how they uh, how they kiss up to the blacks and say oh you're black you've you've had it hard in in America and we're gonna give you special treatment that type of well, stuff well that's well, and that's why it's 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 so bizarre to me. It's like this weird inversion because it's like right. Uh, that's you're 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 really only making them. I guess when I say them, it's like the black community uh, lesser than they are because you're just projecting that. Right. You're you're literally saying what they are and then you're reacting to it so it's yep. all sort of reactionary in that sense yeah and like you know this is how it is with with racist jokes which i think is funny me too um <laughs> like i have siblings like you know we've made racist jokes and it's like oh that's you know absolutely not like that's we shouldn't be saying that <laughs> but it's like you but like why like that has nothing to do with your like you're not mexican you're not hispanic you're not whatever like why why are you saying that that is bad for that race when you don't even represent them you're just saying what what's offensive to them right without even considering maybe they don't think it's offensive yeah so you're just projecting this this idea of what this race thinks is offensive which we go back to again which is just racist to me it's like you're, you're <laughs> i know like uh... saying this, it's the whole thing is ridiculous it's like what are you saying right now you're you're literally falling into this racist trap where you're like, oh, well, I'm, I have my own ideas and, and about what Mexican culture is and what a Mexican person is uh, that I'm just going to like project that and I'm gonna, that's going to dictate how I treat this person. 
That's so, so true. It, I feel like the, everybody is, it's crazy to me how that's just become so dominant now, like in the culture. Yeah. Like you can't say certain words, you can't, because everybody's just projecting this idea of, of who they think that person is rather than just taking it for a human being and being like, you know, I'm going to talk to this person as I would any other human being. Right. So, That's true. It's like the, it's like that woman I played at the beginning of my show, the, this female announcer who was interviewing a, uh, a mother of adopted, of an adopted black kid who beat the teacher to a pulp over her taking his Nintendo switch. And the, the, the mama spirit news anchor spoke for the mother, even though she could have just asked the mother or just not even said it. Oh, I'm sure you felt very bad for the teacher and you wouldn't have wanted this to happen. You're, you're, it's just like what you said. Oh, that's offensive to the Mexican community. The Mexicans right. don't all think that, first of all. Right. Me- the exactly. Mexicans si- know that it's true oftentimes. They say it themselves. Sure. And we, we're in America. <laughs> we have the freedom of speech. And we are men. We're not moved by people's opinions. And if we are, then we need to get over that. And grown adult ladies ought to be that way, too. And children should get, be that way, too. <laughs> Crazy. Well, that's the, that's the, I feel like that's the real trick is that, uh, they just, uh, well, these people that, that, uh, advocate this, this sentiment or whatever. Yeah. They project that and then you react to it and now you're, you're stuck. Cause it's like, oh, well you, if you didn't react negatively to that or as if, as if it's not true, then you wouldn't look like you're hiding something. So now you just, you, then you manifest it and then it becomes a thing. So it's I like, know. oh, you said that because you're racist. It's like, well, no, I'm not. Like, how do we know that's racist? And then it's like, well, it doesn't matter. Everybody, the consensus is that you're not supposed to say that you're trying to hide something. So it just looks bad altogether. Yeah. That's why you just have to be unmoved. Like when Elon Musk endorsed that supposedly anti-Semitic conspiracy theory that w- didn't even mention any sign of any conspiracy, <laughs> and it was just a, a factual cultural reality. He said, you've t- said the actual truth. He didn't mean it. it, it you, can't, you have to be mean, mean-spirited and evil to, uh, to project evil into what Elon Musk meant. Or what even the person meant. You're the one with the dirty mind by calling what he did right. wrong. Same thing yeah, with, it's, with, it's all, with Trump. Yeah. Trump did, they did that same thing to Trump when he talked about the people coming from Mexico. Mexico's not sending their best. He talked about drugs, crime, rapists, and some right, it's not good the, people. It, he's not attributing it to, to everybody. Right. And it's, it's just conflated. Yep. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah, it, it's ridiculous yeah Um, it's infected the culture big time we just have to be unmoved by the people overreacting so that it's not devils fighting (laughs) (laughs) you know what i mean right yeah (laughs) demons right because they'll try to get you mad that's they love they lick their chops when whites or independent thinkers get angry conservatives whatever you want to call it reasonable people because then they can clamp down even more on 
this, the so-called freedom of speech and all that stuff and say, oh, see, we're fighting hate, but they're the hateful ones. Well, it's like, it's generalization. Yeah. Like, I feel like it's just this extreme version of generalization, which is, which is bizarre to me as well. Cause, um, you know, white, it's like those people that, that say you can't be racist towards white people. Like it's absolutely ridiculous yeah it is obviously you have no concept of what racism actually is (laughs) yeah Uh, it's it's crazy and and like man like i don't know it's it has definitely seeped into the the culture uh i mean like yeah the whole and really the whole n-word thing yeah like this is another thing i was thinking of it's so it's so odd to me how like you look, you take the English language and that's really like the one word that no one wants to say. People will say the F word before they'll say that. I know. <laughs> I know. And the F word is like, like, that's one of the most vulgar words you can say, but yeah, the N word people way overreact. No. Yeah, exactly. It's a racial slur, bro. Yeah. Like you, can't, you can't say that. Um, which is weird to me. Like the word racist uh, is a racial I, slur against whites. <laughs> It is. And it's more it, damaging. It, it is. People lose their jobs yeah. being called racist. <laughs> Man, that, it's, it's so crazy. Which, and, and like, like you said, if we're taking the original idea of it, it's not necessarily wrong. It's just the system of discrimination. Yeah. Which, and like, man, I don't know. And I forgot what I was going to say. But no it, worries, man. It, it's, it's crazy. And Quentin, yeah. are you white or black or what? So I, I, I don't, <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I, I don't actually identify as white. Uh, I don't identify as Mexican, but my, my, uh, I have a, a, a white parent and a Mexican parent. Oh, okay. So. And they're your blood parents. Correct. Okay. Well, I mean, you're so you're born I, in America, never, yeah. Right, and that's yeah, exactly. Uh, I I don't I don't buy into the identity politics. I, yeah. I think it's absolutely ridiculous. I think, I mean, at some point, you know, like if you're taking libertarianism, um, which is kind of, uh, I guess you could say it. it props up like uh individualism things like that like at some point you're going to identify with a larger group of people but that shouldn't exclude you know the individual um right and i yeah you could say that i guess you'd have to identify as american but but even then you run into problems with like you know like nationalism like i i really don't understand people that that uh, throw out the whole Christian nationalist. Yeah, people. It's it's odd to me. P- are you saying um, the people who demonize the Christian nationalists? You don't no, under- I, you don't understand the Christian nationalist types, or you don't understand the people who fear monger about the Christian nationalists. I don't understand the fear mongering. Yeah, uh, maybe it's maybe it's too beyond me. Kind of like how people are are yelling about um, Israel being, being totally Zionist. It's just like a totality of Zionism. Uh-huh. 
Um, I don't, I don't know enough about it. Uh, I personally, I, I've never met a Christian that's like, yeah, I think we should turn it into a theocracy. Like, I think that's bizarre to me. Like, yeah, I don't think you can, I don't think as a religion, I don't think Christianity could ever go that far in like the modern world. Right. Because, because it really has no, uh, basis for persecution. Like it's completely opposite. Right. So, That's true. Awesome. I guess you could just take it to its extreme and go to, go to fascism. But uh, again, I don't think the modern world would ever allow that. I know. I don't think it would ever come to that. I think socialism is, is kind of, that's, that's more plausible. Socialism is what? I would say that's more plausible. Yeah, in, in terms of what's going to happen. Right. Yeah. It's basically what's already happened, because we have such a mama spirit. Um, interesting, <laughs> man. Uh, Quinton, right. is, it, is it, for my information, is it Q-U-I-N-T-O-N or E-N or I-N? Uh, it's actually, it is I-N. Everybody okay. always spells it with an O. Okay. Uh, no worries. Somebody in the chat spelled it correctly. Nice. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, brownie points. <laughs> well, right on, man. Great call. Call me, call me again sometime. Yeah, man. It was good talking. Uh, yeah, first time. Uh, I enjoyed, real quick, I enjoyed that uh, racial slur. Um, what was it from something about chat GPT on your other episode? I thought that was hilarious. Oh yeah! Again, so ridiculous. Saying a racial say, slur to save a billion yeah. white people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like okay, I, uh, and the N word's the only racial slur we can't say, but we can say other things like, like wetback and right. thick and all these other terms <laughs> that that are non-black. Yeah, it's crazy, crazy. True. All right, yeah, yeah. You guys have a good one, man. Thanks again. Thanks again. Yeah, all right. Bye. Bye. I got some super chats to read, guys. We do have uh, American Anchor Baby coming up at uh, 4 p.m., the Fallen State at noon Pacific time, with this guy who's a venture capitalist type of a guy, young man, and he uh, is funding right-wing causes, I guess. It's cool. Check it out. The Fallen State on YouTube. And the Jesse Lee Peterson on Rumble live streams there, too. Spoiler alert says, I'm back, baby. Frank, Constan- Frank Costanza and James Hake. And he shares a YouTube uh, link that presumably is Frank Costanza. Let's see if I can blast it for you guys. I'm back, baby. <laughs> nice. Thank you, uh... Thank you, spoiler alert. I don't know if you guys caught that. I didn't exactly put it over the uh, thing, but it says, He cracked an egg? Frank Costanza. Who's Frank Costanza? I need to be more educated on the Italian culture. I'm back, baby! (laughs) He tells his wife, I guess. Nice. Right on. Thank you. Uh, Spoiler alert. There's a super chat. (laughs) He's playing it again. Carver bought a coffee. Welcome back to YouTube, Hake. In an effort to protect the sake of the channel, 
The election was totally real. The virus was totally real. We love Ukraine. The earth is flat. <laughs> Trayvon Martin did not have it coming. Nice. There were a couple on Rumble, some Rumble rants. Appreciate those Rumble rants. A few, actually, on Rumble. Over on, uh, there was one from Paco Tate. Paco Tate. Hake, when are you getting on Cozy? When are you getting on Cozy? I got to get on Cozy. I don't know when it's going to happen. Um, I've toyed with the idea of even streaming on Jesse's channel. I don't know. But maybe they'll give me my channel. I shall... Maybe I'll do a follow-up. I was told that they invited me, but I wasn't paying attention to my emails at that point, and I couldn't find it, and I don't know if that was true, or maybe they're confused. But, uh, yeah, I'd love to be on Cozy.tv slash Hake. Imagine that. Or slash The Hake Report, I guess, but slash Hake would make more sense. That'd be cool. Based Nation on Rumble says, I want to give you a music tip. Uh, John Frusciante. F-R-U-S-C-I-A-N-T-E. Album The Empyrean. Nice. Thank you for that music tip. And I probably butchered his name. Right on, though. That handyman gave a donation saying, oh, he's the one who said the edgy thing, I think, about uh, the IQ breeding out the low IQ. (laughs) And he didn't mean it like that, I don't think. That handyman says, isms... Are, they only, are only ideas, not systems. Systems, to me, are forms of structures to produce efficiency. The isms only had speed bumps or the wrong gears throwing timing off to be less efficient. Ah, that's interesting. Yeah, it's kind of like a, you have a mindset that just stops you up when you shouldn't have a mindset. Be water. Be water, my friend, as Bruce Lee said who was also born in San Francisco before there was poop all over every sidewalk. Um, yeah, I do have an N-word pass. It's true. I wonder what I did with it. Um, Rick is in Hampton, Virginia on the line. Rick, thanks for calling, man. How you doing? What's going on, James, my brother? How you feeling? Uh, not much. Uh, I'm feeling fine. Thank you. Man, I was want to comment on the week. You remember when... Um when um, William called in and he was talking to Jason. Yeah, he called into the Jesse... William from California called into the Jesse Lee yeah. Peterson show. And yeah. he confronted with, with Jason this. from Buffalo, said, oh, you're... This is what's happened with these mothers raising these uh, nincompoops. Or something. You know, you know when we... Hey, as soon as what Jason said, hey, Jason, somebody wants to talk to you. And when he, uh, when he said, who... We're just like, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was wild. I know, I know we was going to be direct with him. You know, Jesse's patient with him. That's why he talks a little more. Right. But see, when was one of those um, guys we'll be calling the neighborhood, you know, any neighborhood, man, um, OGs. You know, guys that got a lot of wisdom to share with you, you know? Oh, okay. And that, and that that's what William, that's why I consider West. I love to hear him talk, man. Nice. I mean, when, when, um, when, he, when he calls into your show or Jesse's show, I love to hear him talk, man. He has a lot of sound wisdom, man. And, um, and we used to call him in, the, um, in our neighborhoods OGs, man. We had, um, when I was growing up, man, I had a white guy named Mr. Ray Beasley, man. Much respect for him, man. And, um, and I had several OG friends. And um, they were good, great people, man. When and, I was um, a sophomore in high school, that's when I heard the first, first heard the term OG. 
And is that yeah. mean, is that short for original gangster? No, 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 no. Uh, you be called OGs like in a neighborhood. You know that old person, that old man that uh, have a lot of wisdom share with you. Yeah. Man. That don't say for original gangster. When I call somebody OG, that means you're the guy, man, that's in the neighborhood that's got to spit some wisdom on some of these young people. We and, call it's, them OG. and it's spelled capital O, capital G. Yeah, but I, I just called them OG. That was my that was my word. Okay. It, it is my word that I stand for original gangster. It was just, but it was, it was really a sign of respect. Okay, right on, man. <laughs> and and, and um, that's what it was for me, man. When I called him, man, what's up, old Jesus? And when I was doing it, I had all kind of mental. Stay close life. to your phone, Rick. It's kind of coming in and out. Oh, can you hear me now, Gene? Yeah. Well, okay, good. And um, when I was growing up, man, I had all I had white mentors, black, Hispanic. And um, a lot of them were called OGs, man, because um, I tell you what, man, they have a lot to do with my statement of who I am today, besides my parents. And I tell you, man, uh, thank God for them. But you, but you don't see them no more, man. You see both these men are just women, emotional, can't learn nothing from how to be a female. That's pretty much it. Yeah. You know, I mean, it, it, it's sad. Yeah, uh, but you can't stamp out the truth. Don't fret about it because the truth will... Old gentleman or original gangsta, says Big Bump. Old gentleman. Okay, all right. So OG, old gentleman predates original gangsta, I bet. Yeah, you know what? This when I used it, like I said, I know it stood for original gangsta in the movies and stuff. Yeah. But mine, I use mine. Old gentleman. That makes a lot. That makes a lot more sense. That's from Big Bump. Yeah, that's why I use this. Yeah, you know, because um, you know, you always got that neighborhood. He's he's got grandkids and stuff. But but don't worry about it, man. I mean, don't worry about the fact that they're trying to stamp out wisdom because they can never stamp it out. That's right. People will always always have it. You can't stamp out the light. The light is inside of people. Just be, as much as they try, all this censorship that they're doing, the, the shutting down of conservatives and all that stuff, it's not a reason to fret. You're not but God, you know and God's not fretting. <laughs> Let me ask you a question. Yeah, real like, quick. Right now, um, how do you think, do you think um, they're going to try to steal this election? Uh, uh, I didn't quite get what you're saying. Your, your phone is kind of no. bad. It's coming in and out, like what, your connection's kind of... What? What about now, James? Go ahead. Now? Real quick. Yeah, go ahead. Do you, do you think do you think they'll try and steal the election this year? No, of course not. Well, I'm back on YouTube. <laughs> wow. Oh no, man. No, they, no, they they wouldn't they, do that. They never did that. These these elections are 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 totally secure. They're in God's hands. Hey, that's all I was. <laughs> or the like God of this world. Maybe they're in the God of this no, world's oh, hands. Oh, now this is now this is a God of the world's hands. Anything can go down. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I guess they can stifle the truth a little bit, can't they? It's great hearing man, from you, Rick. I appreciate you, man. You too, man. Hey, I'll see y'all at church service Sunday, man. Love y'all. Be blessed, James, John, Nick, uh, Joel, and Jesse. Y'all have a God-blessed weekend. May God bless you and y'all families, man. Thank you. Take care, man. No problem. Yep. All right. Bye. Oh, he got me. I'll get you next time, Rick. Um, that's my fault. Hake is slow. He really does need to do more push-ups. Yeah, I only did, like, maybe less than ten. Ugh, 
<laughs> Man, that's terrible. That really bothers me for some reason. I don't have any more time to do this uh, stuff, so guys, this has been the Hake Report. I hope you enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Great calls, guys. I appreciate those. Um, it's Frog Eyes Friday. I'm going to have to bleep over. There is a beep word in this track. Kids may, might want to cover your ears. Ladies, you may want to leave the room. Some of the ladies cuss more than the guys. It's like wrong. But uh, this is called World's Greatest Concertos by uh, Frog Eyes from the 2003 album The Golden River. They're Canadian and it's gruff and it's great. It's Frog Eyes Friday. Adios, America. Bye. San Onofre. America. Bye.